0: This is W-T-M. Watch this Watch. movie. What?
1: How you doing? Oh, good for you. Oh, you betcha, you. Oh, wait.
0: I ain't drinking up. First you gotta do the trouble Obviously, you're not a golfer.
1: Watch a few movies, take a few notes.
0: W-T-M. Watch this movie welcome back to a brand new edition of wtm watch this movie i am eric Mulder. my safe word is keep going sitting six feet from me as always is mr positivity
1: yep i'm a fucking idiot i'm a fucking idiot i'm a fucking idiot Oh, fucking idiot! Oh, fucking idiot! Fucking idiot! Fucking idiot! Fucking idiot!
0: How does it feel? Finally, not have to hear that clip anymore after this episode.
1: It feels. better?
0: <laughs> I got a Norbit clip coming out.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Norbit. want to give a shout out to our our friends over at the dare daniel podcast who i dared to watch norbit (laughs) and they did and they put out a an episode of their podcast uh about norbit which uh was just about as funny as norbit itself and believe me norbit is fucking hilarious so that is a compliment uh, and I encourage everybody to go check it out.
0: I think the reason it is so funny is because they disagree with you on that point. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm going to. And uh, yeah, uh, from what I hear, they do not uh, share your affection for Norbit.
1: <laughs> I gotta say, Just them describing some of the things that happened in the movie it had me stifling my laughter at, at work, which I still have to go to work because... We're essential.
0: <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Not in the way you think, though.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Dare Daniel podcast. Check them out. They got good shit all the time, but they're Norbit one. It's, uh, I've sent them a few dares. They take listener dares of uh, various... Generally bad movies to watch. So I said, I'll give you a good one to watch. (laughs) (laughs) And this this was, uh, I've sent in a few dares uh, to them, and this is the first one they actually made an episode out of. But I highly recommend uh, you check them
0: out. Yeah, check out Dare Daniel Podcast. Today will be a recently seen episode. We still haven't really decided on what we're going to do for... The rest of the spring, or I guess until June. I'm are not
1: going to the theater <laughs> anytime soon. I actually just got a, a notification from AMC that my A-list has been paused. Ooh. So I hope they refund me for this month <laughs> because I have seen zero movies in the, the three days that the theater was open since my last billing uh, cycle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, we'll just have to uh, watch more streaming we can always still do a uh, recently seen it just won't always be the newest movie since not much is coming out
1: <laughs> what do you think about that 20 dollars uh, for a 2 day rental on demand
0: i think it's ridiculous cuz right. i've watched stuff that's vod you know you know a lot of times they'll have limited release stuff in theaters on vod yeah it'll be 8 or 9 bucks so how is this different
1: even 8 or 9 bucks to watch it vod seems a little high to me
0: you know, I understand it because it's—it's it's still in the theaters. You know, you could be watching with more than one person, but you know, new release rentals are five bucks, I think, if
1: that four or five, yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, I've seen people on uh,
1: Twitter arguing that well, you know, if you take into account candy and popcorn <laughs> and sodas, like, you know, you don't have to buy those, right? That yeah, some people
0: load up on calzones before they go to the like, theater. <laughs>
1: That's between a super depressing uh, su- a comic book villain origin story and a very disturbing, depressive uh,
0: uh, movie about grief and loss. Yeah, a grieving genital movie mutilation. Yeah,
1: about genital mutilation. That's, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that. You should
0: dare Daniel to watch Antichrist.
1: <laughs> oh, I would never do that. I would not recommend that to anybody.
0: Uh, and you have no problem recommending Norbit to all who will listen. Norbit is
1: fucking hilarious. <laughs> what does it say on that DVD cover?
0: Hysterically funny. <laughs> exactly. From, from Mike LaSalle, San Francisco Chronicle. What's it
1: say on the back?
0: Very funny from Jane <laughs> Horowitz, Washington Post. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those guys know what they're talking about.
0: Well, Jane.
1: Jane Horowitz? I'm sorry, I gendered them. <laughs> Those those human beings know what they're talking about. Uh, but yeah, like, candy and popcorn and all that shit, that doesn't go towards the cost of the movie. Like, you can still buy fucking candy to watch at home. Like you're still paying for candy. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't change the price of your movie. I don't know. I think it's excessive. Fucking, I, I pay $22 a month to go see three movies a week yeah at the theater
0: so you usually you can buy them on digital for 20 or 19 or 18 right to, to
1: have uh for as long as you're uh you have that device or that service mm-hmm. right but for 48 hours 20 bucks seems a little excessive
0: i remember when the neon demon came out and it was a limited release saw it in the theaters saw it in an amc and uh you know it didn't Do so hot at the box office And it was out of theaters Within a few weeks It was an Amazon film So I remember It took a long time For it to get on Blu-ray Yeah Maybe that Because it was an Amazon film But uh, I went over to Amazon Prime Like video And you could rent it there For I can't remember how much it was It was It was a lot cheaper than 20 I think it was around like Maybe 7 bucks 8 bucks Yeah And you got it for a month Yeah So it's like, uh, I guess you don't, you know, if you're renting it, I don't see much of a difference between having it for a month or, you know, buying to own. Right. So like, well, (laughs) I got got 28 days left in this rental. I got to (laughs) watch it six more times or something. But, uh, still it's just, yeah, 20 seems way too high, but I think they're they're missing out on, on some money.
1: I guess the argument would be, you know, if you have a group of people you know, per person it would be cheaper to pay 20 than to go buy individual tickets at the theater. But even so, like, you're not paying for the theater itself. Like, there's no, there's a lot less overhead, I would expect, if you're putting it on VOD versus renting an auditorium mm-hmm. and uh, however many show times a day in the theater and how, however big the, the theater is that you're renting. Like, I would think that would cost more than putting it on a fucking server.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can kind of see if, if there was some big Disney movies coming out. You know, that's something you watch with the whole family, so they're trying to take into account, okay, there's right. four or five people watching this, but, like, The Hunt? <laughs> I know, right? There's not more than two people watching this, unless they have Hunt parties, which we can't do. you got to limit <laughs> to ten people or less. <laughs> that, is, that is true. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That is true. Oh well, I guess if you are quarantined, you you, if everybody in the house is quarantined, and you got ten in the in
0: the house, (laughs) you are not going
1: anywhere, anyways.
0: Yeah, there it shouldn't be more than ten bucks for the hunt.
1: No, like ten bucks seems reasonable. Like it's it's kind of close to the price of uh, like a matinee ticket, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not like excessive
0: have to, they don't have to split any of that revenue with the theaters oh, yeah, so that's what, all that's all them that's what I'm saying yeah got tickets to the theaters will be around six bucks six fifty right so two people thirteen bucks well probably three of that's going to the theater so ten bucks mm-hmm. yeah all right well, stay tuned on what we're gonna focus on for the next couple of months. Maybe we should do pandemic movies. Yeah. Apocalyptic movies. Maybe. I was almost thinking of
1: uh, movies with one setting, Mm -hmm. set in one location for the whole movie. Yeah.
0: Steve from Movie Drone wants us to do uh, spoofs. Spoofs. Got some ideas on that. That's another option. Possibly. Try and bring some more laughter into the world. Yeah. Maybe we'll do Norbit. (laughs) It's not a spoof. (laughs) But it's got lots of laughter. <laughs> well, we're going to hear a clip from Norbit every episode now for the next, I don't know, 30 episodes until you change it. till the end of time. <laughs> you already had an Orbit one that you changed. Yeah. So it is possible for you to change it, but I'm not expecting a quick
1: turnaround on that clip. The new one is, is shorter than the, the last one that I had. Mm-hmm. Anyways... I think i got to go first. Well, we'll, we'll go together. We the, can... I don't know. You want to read the details on this one? What did you see, Clarice? What did you see?
0: Yes, we both saw The Invisible Man. Not together, but...
1: Social distancing. Mm-hmm. Of course, this was before that was a thing, so...
0: <laughs> so, uh, this came out in 2020, of course. Directed by Leia Waddle. I'm Lee Whannell. Lee Whannell, is it?
1: that's how i would expect it to be pronounced
0: okay he's the architect behind saw he wrote saw and was also the terrible actor who portrayed adam in saw
1: i don't want to make this about other podcasts but uh the cinematically correct podcast did an episode last week on the invisible man mhm and uh one of the one of the co-hosts shay referred to lee Whannell as she ah
0: so shame On <laughs> her It's Cinematically incorrect is what it is <laughs> Lee L Is a man
1: from Australia Who has a traditionally Feminine name Feminine <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> He spells it L-E-I-G-H You ever have that word you can't get uh, starring Elizabeth Moss, Oliver Jackson-Cohen, Harriet Dyer, Aldous Hodge, Storm Reed, Michael Dorman, Benedict Hardy, Renee Lim. is isn't too big of a cast, really. That's about it. Synopsis. When Cecilia's abusive ex takes his own life and leaves her his fortune, she suspects his death was a hoax, as a series of coincidences turn lethal Cecilia works to prove that she is being hunted by someone nobody can see. Dun, dun, dun. This is, of course, a remake of, well, how many iterations of The Invisible Man have there been? First one, you've seen the first one, right? Yeah. And that was in the 50s? 30s. 30s. And uh, who did that star again? Jeez, oh, I don't fucking remember. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you watch it kind of recently within the past year or so?
1: Probably a couple years ago now There really haven't Haven't been that many remakes It was uh, Claude Rains That's right,
0: Claude Rains And it was from 1933 Yep, and uh, Yeah, Universal's really trying to Push their Universal monster universe Extended universe You know, they tried to do it with the mummy That didn't work, so like, alright Scrap that plan So they to roll out the invisible man and it's critics like it and it's done pretty well at the box office so.
1: hey Bloomhouse, help us out yeah you're doing a lot of remakes
0: recently we'll give you invisible man but you also have to take fantasy island <laughs> <laughs> okay no problem <laughs> don't gotta ask us twice so yes invisible man elizabeth moss is living with an abusive husband and Right away at the beginning, not a spoiler, she uh, escapes.
1: Yeah, that was in the trailer. Well, the trailer pretty much, if you've seen it, it basically runs you through the whole movie. Yeah. And then it leaves a little bit, you know, surprise at the end that uh, they left out of the trailer. But Mm -hmm. uh,
0: yeah, Uh, I thought the performances were good. Elizabeth Moss is usually pretty good. Uh, it's funny with all the the pandemic stuff and all the movies being postponed. Uh-huh. It's like she's in a dead heat for best actress nomination between I mean, her and uh, God. Who's the other one they were talking about? I forget now. But it's you know, there's only been a few movies that have been noteworthy. Was it Emma? Yeah. But well, actually, I think it was something else. But Kristen could have been. Kristen Stewart, Kristen Stewart, or Kristen Stewart's got two movies. She could be nominated. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there isn't a whole lot of movies coming out now, so uh, <laughs> the Oscar race just got a little tighter, or I guess you could say it's more open. Going to be a strange year for movies. will <laughs> only be six nominations for Best Picture. <laughs> uh, all those movies come out in the fall anyways.
1: Well, we'll see when we get there.
0: So yeah, what do you think of uh, performances and uh, special effects?
1: Uh, I thought Elizabeth Moss did a did a really good job. Um, I thought the tension that they built with her acting like there's somebody in the room when they're you can't see the other person. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a great job with that of uh, making you believe that there's an invisible man, even though there probably, well, there most definitely was no in the room with her, you know, yeah. And I thought they, they don't did... need a green screen that right. <laughs> <laughs> Put the suit on. We built a real one. <laughs> no, but I thought they did a great job of that. I thought she uh, she had a pretty decent character arc. Uh, there was a few small things that I had an issue with with uh, with the script. Uh, a few scenes that uh, seemed like there were odd things that the characters did that seemed like they were kind of counter to what you had what they had been built up to. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to spoil it, but um but overall I thought it was a good movie. Uh like I said, they did a great job of building that tension and kind of getting you to feel like there was an actual danger there. Uh, without having the big special effects and mm-hmm. shit like that. And then uh yeah, I liked I liked there was a twist at the end that I liked and then it went on for like another ten minutes and uh I kinda soured on that last that last little bit of the movie.
0: Yeah, I guess that was a bit of the opposite. I didn't think I was gonna like this movie all that much. You've gotten great reviews and people seem to like it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Even before like the end. Yeah, you know, I liked the end. But um yeah, special effects were I guess better than I thought they would be. And I don't know, like you already mentioned the suit. Is it is that kind of a spoiler? I don't think so. I think they showed that in the trailer. Because uh what's kind of interesting is so, in the worst Bond movie ever, Die Another Day, Bond gets an invisible car from Q. And the same technology is used. And hmm. I remember reading uh, some articles, not when that, that came out in 2002. But uh, a few years after that, scientists were talking about how they're pretty close to that technology. And yeah. They've uh, used similar things. So, I mean, I don't.
1: It's not that far outside of the realm of possibility. Yeah.
0: Like, I wouldn't. Put it past governments having that sort of technology now.
1: I I I too have seen articles, not in like recently though, but uh, several years ago. They they had some articles about the army developing similar technology to kind of camouflage soldiers and whatnot.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I would give this movie and eventually,
1: eventually.
0: I agree. It's a uh, good overall, despite its uh, few flaws. All right.
1: Eventually.
0: What else have you seen recently? I saw in the theater, ooh, before
1: hysteria broke out, Onward. Uh, so Onward was directed by Dan Scanlon, stars the voices of Tom Holland... Chris Pratt.
0: Spider-Man or the director of... God, what was it, what, that movie we did an episode on? Is that like Christmas Vacation or something? It was like an old Tom Holland that wrote or directed something we did an episode on. Like Spider-Man himself.
1: Was it go- it wasn't, I'll look it up while you continue. It wasn't Ghostbusters. What did we do before Ghostbusters? I don't know. You
0: can proceed. I'll, I'll find All it. All right.
1: It, by the way, it's Spider-Man, Tom Holland. Uh, Chris Pratt, Julia Louise Dreyfuss, uh, Octavia Spencer, Mel Rodriguez, Kyle Bornheimer, Lena Waithe, Ellie Wong. Uh, that's about all the main characters. There's a lot of other pretty well-known actors in here.
0: Yeah, the other Tom Holland, known as the writer of such films... As Child's Play, Fright Night, Fright Night Part 2, Psycho 2, also played uh, Detective Norris in Psycho 2, yeah. the class of 1984, kind of a cult film. We've so done yeah. episodes on at least two of those
1: movies. Sure
0: have. All right, please proceed.
1: So onward, synopsis. Set in a suburban fantasy world, two teenage elf brothers embark on a quest to discover if there is still magic out there. I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. I'm not super into Pixar shit. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't seen uh there's a lot of Pixar movies that I haven't seen. I've watched a few uh more recently and there's some that I really liked and some that were just kind of meh. Uh, and I feel like the ones that I didn't care for as much are ones that people liked more than I do. Which is weird. And I'm not super into like the fantasy world stuff. Uh, this is very much uh, set in a world similar to like Lord of the Rings or Dungeons and Dragons uh World of Warcraft, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh but I I liked how they took that world and they said, well what would happen if they had evolved and developed modern conveniences and technology like the real world. And uh they basically took that and they built a world where it's all these you know magical fantastic, fantasy creatures living together in the modern world uh just like regular people and uh i don't know i i really uh i really enjoyed that um the main plot is uh two main or the main character it's his 16th birthday and uh his dad had died before like right before he was born but uh his dad had left something for him and his brother uh that his mom was supposed to give them when uh they were both sixteen and it was a, a staff with a magical spell to bring the dad back for one day and uh the uh the spell goes and it starts going, and uh, about halfway it stops so they get they get dad's lower half, and they have to go on a quest to find another. It's like a like a magical gem that they have to find to finish the spell, and so it's about the two brothers going out on their their quest. It's the modern world, but you know the his older brother is kind of obsessed with the the old uh, his history of magic and all that stuff. So uh, it's basically about them bonding and. Uh, you know going through this adventure together and uh i i thought it was very entertaining it's funny uh it's got action it's got you know drama all that stuff so uh I'm a little borderline on this cuz i really really enjoyed it but uh yeah what the fuck let's go soonish for onward
0: ooh soonish all right I saw a film from 1990 called Pump Up the Volume, directed by Alan Moyle, starring Christian Slater, Samantha Mathis, Anthony Lu- Lucero, Andy Romano, Trill Pollock, Jeff Chamberlain, Billy Morissette, Ahmet Zappa, Seth Green, Scott Paulin, Seth Green. Mhm. Small role, but he's in there. Synopsis. Mark runs a pirate radio station and causes an uproar when he speaks his mind and enthralls fellow teens.
1: Uh-oh, speaking his mind.
0: Mhm. Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> so Christian Slater plays kind of a loner high school student. He's a senior, I believe.
1: Big stretch. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and he doesn't really talk to anyone he has a decent relationship with one or two of his teachers does he go on a go to a sunny chiba triple feature on his birthday (laughs) he does not he he waits three years to
1: do that does he does he bring a gun to school and point it at somebody (laughs) in the cafeteria
0: i don't know (laughs) maybe it's a spoiler (laughs) But uh, by night, every night at 10 o'clock, from his room, which uh, his parents are none the wiser, he is transmitting uh pirate radio station signal. And uh, sometimes he's on for a short while. Sometimes he's on for, for five hours. He's known by the alias Happy Hard-On Harry. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> or it's like Happy Harry Hard-On or something like that. It's three H's. It's funny because their high school is Hubert H. Humphrey High School. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota <laughs> connection.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah?
0: And, but, uh, but it's not set in Minnesota? No, it's in Arizona. What
1: the f- what, did you, what did Humphrey do in Arizona?
0: I don't know. I looked up different buildings, and there are some HHH schools. I don't think I saw high school. I saw at least one elementary school in, like, another state. Yeah. like There's plenty of buildings that are named after him in other states. Mm-hmm. So. Well, his Metrodome has... Sadly, seeing its
1: last days.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, he has some very vulgar content on there sometimes. He'll pretend to masturbate uh, very vigorously into, Shocking. <laughs> into the microphone. The name like Hard on Harry. <laughs> yeah. But he's also a very uh, cynical person. It's very much in the vein of, I guess, his film's in the vein of a kind of a fight the system movie, hmm. upset the establishment or the established order. And he does just that. There's some corruption in a school which is the, the best in Arizona has the, the best SAT scores. But they might be achieving those scores through nefarious means. Oh. Yes, that's right. So they've got uh, a pretty good rowing team, huh? <laughs> 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 Indeed. But uh yes, he's very philosophical. Uh the popularity of his show grows and grows much like a hard-on, and... But he, yeah, kind of leads a bit of a revolution, and you'll just have to watch the movie to see where it goes. I loved it. And, uh, yeah, this Christian Slater just killed it in the late 80s, early 90s. This and Heathers and True Romance. Yeah. I haven't seen Cuffs, and that's, I also don't think it's supposed to be all that great. But that's about. Like, I don't even know what that is. I think he's a. I don't think I've even heard of that. I think it's another high school movie, but he's basically young and a cop. I don't know. So it's like Twenty One Jump Street. Let's see. I just read the synopsis quick. <laughs> Cuffs from ninety two. George Cuffs, twenty one, leaves a pregnant girlfriend. He visits his brother Brad to bum money off him. Wait, what? <laughs> that is the worst I'm not even gonna finish that's that the worst synopsis ever. It says here's a high school dropout, but like twenty one, so I don't know. Very young. Anyways, back to Pump Up the Volume. I recommend it very highly. I will give it a Soonish. Soonish. Alright. Loved
1: it. Now this is the last movie. That I saw in the theater. Probably ever the way things are going. (laughs) That's the rumor. (laughs) Originally a 2019 movie. Now a 2020 movie. It's called The Hunt. Oh, good for you. And how was it? It's directed by Craig Zobel. Stars Betty Gilpin. Hilary Swank like Baronholtz, Wayne Duval, Ethan Soupley, or Suplay, uh who is not Ethan Embry. Is he slim in this film? Yeah, he's he's looking uh, pretty good shape. Yeah. Comparatively speaking. <laughs> he's pretty ripped now. He, he, he saw that picture from a few months ago. Yeah. Uh Emma Roberts, Christopher Barry, Sturgill Simpson, Kate Nolan, Amy Madigan, Reed Burney, Glenn Howerton, Ooh. Steve Coulter, Dean J. West, Vince Pisani, Terry Weibel. Let's just stop there with the names. Uh, synopsis: 12 strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know where they are or how they got there. They don't know they've been chosen for a very specific purpose. The Hunt.
0: Dun-dun-dun.
1: dun dun This, I guess you would categorize as a uh, political satire to expound on that synopsis, which was so informational. It's a, uh, a group of liberal elites picks a uh, bunch of... What they describe as deplorables to drug and uh, basically uh, take them out and uh, hunt them for sport. Uh, the most dangerous game. It's uh, it's apparently based on the most dangerous game, but it's most like I said it's mostly a satire of basically it it kind of skewers both sides of the political spectrum. Uh, On the one side, they have, you know, the woke PC, like I said, liberal elites who are, who think they know what's best for everybody, and they're so careful to not offend, and yet they have this just sheer hatred for anybody that disagrees with them Mm -hmm. to the point where they want to hunt them for sport. Uh, and then on the other side, you have the, it's kind of a mixed bag, but for the most part, they're uh, more lower class, right-wing conspiracy theorists who kind of believe anything that you'll say uh, about the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so both sides kind of get uh, get skewered. I thought it was hilarious. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know. It's just me but uh i i thought it was great some of the uh the violence it's it's over the top a lot of the violence is over the top a lot of it is played for laughs and i i fucking loved it i thought it was great Uh, this is another one i'm kind of (laughs) on the fence on
0: but fuck it soonish Ooh, soonish just handing out soonish is like skittles Hope you washed your hands. (laughs) 20 seconds. All right. The last recently seen episode, Brett assigned me Miss March for the movie challenge. Yeah, because it's March. And I watched Miss March. And it came out in 2009. Directed by Zach Kreger and Trevor Moore. Also stars Zach Kreger and Trevor Moore. From the whitest kids you know. Uh, Also stars Raquel Alessi, Molly Stanton, Craig Robinson, Hugh Hefner, Carla Jimenez, Cedric Yarbrough, Jeff Mead, Wendell Middlebrooks. That's about it. Seth Morris is on here. I recognize him. Oh, Anthony Jeselnik.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's got a cameo. (laughs) Uh,
0: Synopsis. Eugene believes in no sex before marriage. So did his girlfriend, Cindy. His BFF loves sex. At senior prom, just before sex with Cindy, he falls into a coma. Waking up four years later, his Cindy is Miss March in Playboy. Can he get her back? Question mark? <laughs> so, uh, yes. Two guys from the Whiteest Kids You Know. Um, Trevor Moore. I like him quite a bit on Whiteest Kids You Know. Yeah. And watching this movie, it really reminded me of Norm MacDonald in Dirty Work in that he pretty much gives like an anti-acting performance. Yeah. He's so over the top and just not believable. Kind of took me out of it. It's kind of the, it's in the same? It's like the type of acting that works for a sketch comedy. Yeah. Or a sketch show for a five-minute sketch. It works. For a whole movie, it's, I mean, he's still funny in here. Mm-hmm. But there was times where I was just like, yeah, I could see why this movie bombed. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Krager was fine as the uh, kind of the straight man to yeah. uh, Trevor Moore. I mean, he was fine. It's not like he's a tremendous actor, but he was fine in here. Right. Played his role well. I think
1: that's just, like you said, that's just kind of the style of acting that they do. Because mm-hmm. if you watch The Whitest Kids You Know, like Trevor uh, Trevor Moore acts that way in pretty much every sketch. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes yep. he's a little more over the top, and somewhere it's a little less over the top. But it's always basically what you get in this whole movie. Yeah, and it's like people don't talk like that. <laughs> and, if, and if you're like, if you like that type of humor, like I, I really like the boys. Kids you know, it's one of my mm-hmm. favorite sketch shows of all time. Uh, so I, I really enjoy it. But if if that's not something you enjoy I can see you just fucking hating this movie Or if you're not familiar with their work at all And you went in kind of blind Thinking it was just another like teen sex comedy mm-hmm. And that's what you got Yeah like I can see why there's a lot of misplaced expectations there
0: I mean there were a couple highlights Craig Robinson was pretty funny as Dot Yeah Yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, I
1: thought I thought Gregory Robinson was fantastic.
0: You know, there's some decent stuff at the Playboy Mansion. I can definitely see why you liked it because there's a lot of uh, shit coming out because the main character goes into a coma, and he is atrophied over four years.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> so he's incontinent.
1: He loses. Uh, <laughs> he loses <laughs> bowel control <laughs> if he gets overexerted mm-hmm. <laughs> because he hasn't taken a shit in four years. <laughs> <laughs> it does get pretty graphic in one scene
0: Yeah uh, So you got him shitting all the time And Trevor Moore not acting A B- bit distracting But like I said I I enjoyed it um, There was some funny stuff in there I wouldn't say this is something people need to see So I'll give it a last resort It's a last resort It's on uh... <laughs> IMDB has a score of 5 <laughs> And a Metascore of 7.
1: <laughs> 7 seems high. For Metascore? I think Rotten Tomatoes has. uh... Well, there's only 15 credit, critics. But even that seems high. I think on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like below 10. Let me see.
0: Yeah, this was a big bomb. While you're looking that up, I can just remind the listeners that, uh... Yeah, we're going to kind of wrap up the show a little bit here. I'm going to challenge Brett to watch a movie for next recently seen episode. And then uh, we'll go more in-depth with Miss March, including spoilers. So if you want to stick around for that. Do you want to guess what the the Rotten Tomato score for Miss March is? Three. I'll
1: give me a hint. It's the same as IMDb. <laughs> five? Five percent. Mm-hmm. Audience is at 30. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sound like John Gordon. (laughs) So, that's something to keep in mind.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so.
0: I don't know. All right. This is a challenge. I challenge you to finally watch The Wolf of Wall Street. Yippee. So you can learn what some of these clips are.
1: From the book, motherfucker, from the book.
0: I don't know why you never got around to
1: seeing it. I should have seen it in the theater, but I didn't.
0: Yeah, it's very entertaining.
1: And then I I think it was in my DVR for close to a year, and I never watched it because it was like
0: three hours.
1: I'm like, I don't know if I can make three hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just had a calzone a half hour ago. I can't sit here for three hours. <laughs> Lose bowel control. Oh, <laughs>
1: been atrophied for four years, <laughs> no, right. but i I've been wanting to see it. It just hasn't it went off all the I think it went off h b o or something and uh it never got picked up on another streaming service that I have.
0: I think early on it was on Netflix, but I think it's been off of there for a while yeah years
1: it, like of of the premium channels and uh, streaming stuff that I have access to, I don't think it's been on there for like three or four years now mm.
0: All right, well, you can email us at watchthismovie at yahoo.com. Check out our website at wtmwatchthismovie.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchthis underscore movie or Brett at positivelywolf1. And uh, please rate and review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and many other podcast platforms. Brett, where can people get some lovely merch? And you should announce that... I mean, in addition to announcing on Twitter, you've got some new designs up. Yeah. Go to teespring.com
1: slash stores slash WTM Watch This Movie. Uh, That link is also in both of our Twitter profiles. So if you're on Twitter, you can just head over there and get a a quick link to it. Two new designs up recently. I don't know what copyright law applies to these, but they may or may not be... uh, Drawings of characters from movies (laughs) with a phrase from said movies, Uh, so go over and check them out. One of them we talked about considerably today, although it was not a movie that we reviewed. (laughs) And uh, another one is from uh, the movie we covered for our 200th episode, so you like either those or if you just want a WTM design for our logo or one of the other many WTM designs that are out there. Also, through the end of March, since everything is canceled, if you type in canceled at the (laughs) checkout, you'll get 10% off. (laughs) Canceled with two L's. There you go. Because there's two ways to spell it. I put two L's in there.
0: We leave it it up to you to help stimulate us in the economy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... Yeah, you get some stuff. You can get stickers, mugs, t-shirts, hoodies, uh, lots of stuff out there. Beach
0: towels. Well,
1: you can get one beach towel. <laughs> but uh, you can get a beach towel with Rasputia from Norbit <laughs> on it, holding up her fat to show her bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you're not doing anything else uh, for the foreseeable future, so... You might as well get some swag, and help out the podcast in the at the same time.
0: All right, let's get into spoilers for Miss March. What do you want to talk about besides the shit?
1: Oh my, so much. I think uh, there's a few things that uh, that I really enjoyed. Uh, one of them being the uh, the story of why Trevor's character had to break out Zach's character from the hospital. To take him cross-country to the Playboy Mansion three days before they planned, and it's about him going on a date with his don't call me, or don't call or don't call her my girlfriend, girlfriend, and, <laughs> and then uh, going back to his house and he gave her a, a stripper pole, and she was really getting into it to the point where she got so hot she decided to give him a, a BJ, and. Uh, he starts. Strobe he turns up. the strobe light on, and he's like, "Man, she really hates strobe lights because she just chomped down on my dick." So I stabbed her in the face with a fork, and uh, and Zach's like, "You know she's got epilepsy, right?" I did fucking, really like she how had a they fucking seizure on his dick.
0: I did really like how they shot that scene because they used like a, kind of a dummy yeah. that was attached to his hip. And he's I'm trying to shake her loose and stabbing yeah. her and stuff. That was pretty funny. That was one of my. That was, <laughs> a, that was a highlight for me. <laughs> it was a great use of a dummy. Practical effects. Yes, worked the best. Yes.
1: Uh trying to think what else uh, we could talk about. How about uh, some of stick. music.
0: <laughs>
1: Talking about how his horse stick
0: is a horse stick. Dot mpeg.
1: Don't I'm forget a, the dot mpeg. I'm a I'm a fuck a white bitch, which for the radio was I'm a I'm a love a white girl. <laughs> and then what is that video? Uh, He's shooting. I'll oh, fuck you in the ass while you suck my dick.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't really make sense. <laughs>
1: it's physically impossible.
0: <laughs> Surrounded by women, yet. The dirty little secret is it doesn't fuck any of them. Uh,
1: did you see that reveal coming at the end? Or where do they the, uh, reveal? <laughs> Show me your penis,
0: dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you see horse dicks. Yeah. What lack you, of a dick. Yeah. What, just no, I guess like I didn't it. see that coming. She's was that it. just in the unrated or is that in the regular? No, it was in the regular one. Okay. Do you know what was added? For We both watched the unrated. Do you know what was added? No, um... Probably just more stuff played by mention
1: I think it was probably just more nudity. And then maybe the scene at the, uh... It has been a long time since I'd seen, because I watched the uh, theatrical. The first time I watched it was on the band. Mm-hmm. So that must have been the theatrical. But there's that scene where, at the beginning, where Horstick and his uh, dates are... Uh, with uh, Zach to pick up his date for the prom. And uh, the girl pops up uh, through the moonroof and spits some kind of white, creamy substance <laughs> on the roof of the, yeah. <laughs> the limousine. Yeah. I kind of think that was uh, added. Mm-hmm. I, I guess You said it would be a continuity error. There's I, no other
0: males currently in the limo.
1: Well, I don't know how, what that was supposed to be in her mouth, but uh, if it's what you're uh, thinking it is, it uh, doesn't make sense considering what happens at the end.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: he doesn't have a dick; <laughs> <laughs> he was born without genitals.
0: <laughs> Hugh Hefner was fine in
1: it. Honestly, Hugh Hefner is probably the worst part for me. Yeah, because it's like, oh, uh, okay, hey, that's I get it. You got Hugh Hefner in there. Mm-hmm. How about his he girl? Had to. How about his girlfriend that he let go? That
0: picture, which one is that?
1: What he's talking about, how he, uh, when he was young, he had a girlfriend and he let her go. Oh,
0: that's right. And it
1: was just this fucking ugly girl with braces and ch- <laughs> chubby and acne and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Looks like, uh, Buzz's uh, is it Buzz?
0: Yeah, Buzz's yeah. Girlfriend. girlfriend, woof, <laughs> even though that Buzz's girlfriend was actually a little boy <laughs> dressed up to look like a girl. <laughs> Because he didn't want (laughs) to make fun of a chubby little girl.
1: It's okay to make fun of boys. Mm.
0: That's what I like. It's it's fine to make fun of chubby boys, just (laughs) not chubby girls.
1: How about when that lady went, uh, Trevor was in the the tour bus, and he was about to have sex with that girl in the back, and she goes flying (laughs) out the window. (laughs) That's pretty good. And he just stands there like looking around like, what happened? (laughs) What do I do?
0: kind of slowly backs out <laughs> of the room and goes to bed. <laughs> Nobody's the wiser.
1: Uh, you think? I'm assuming that lesbian stuff wouldn't be uh, kosher in 2020.
0: I suppose.
1: Where uh, they were walking down the side of the road and the, the two lesbians stopped so they could drive them to LA while they have sex in the back seat, mm-hmm. And they just keep driving into fucking... <laughs> Oh, phone
0: poles keep on looking at the watching in the <laughs> rear room here, why do you think there wasn't more cast members from whitest kids you know? I mean they only have the two there's I don't know. five right? I
1: think they actually did a sketch on the whitest kids you know about that where they were they did a they did a parody of them doing casting, and the other cast members came into audition
0: <laughs>
1: like zach and and uh and Trevor was just like, mm, no. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not going to cast you. <laughs> <laughs> you would think they'd be in there, right? It's like, yeah, you'd think they'd be uh, kind of just looking out for each other. Mm-hmm. But I don't and know. they're
0: not shooting the show while they're doing the movie, so
1: you would think, yeah. Can't really do a
0: whitest kids you know with just three of them. Uh, what else? I don't know, like, if if this was on TV, I might stop and watch a little bit of it, if it wasn't edited.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. If if it's edited, not even worth it. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I think, like I said uh, earlier, I think this one suffered because people didn't know the type of comedy that the writers and stars were used to doing. Mm -hmm. And the way they
0: perform it. Yeah. yeah, specifically with Trevor Moore. Like people weren't weren't I almost u- said Trevor Noah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so people weren't weren't used to that and then uh the genre is kind of uh you kind of get a formula with the same type of actors and the same type of stories. Yeah. And this one is a little bit more absurd and a little bit uh more I don't know, I guess tongue-in-cheek with how it, they perform it and just super outrageous and uh i don't think people are ready for it uh so i i think uh i don't know i would recommend it but then again apparently my sense of
0: humor <laughs> is not mainstream uh i should really assign you the nutty professor be one of your new favorites <laughs> <laughs> well i've seen the one with uh yeah i'm talking eddie murphy Oh, Good I haven't day. seen that one. Well, I've seen part of it. Get the but, uh, fat jokes and the fart humor.
1: I've seen part of it, but not not all of it, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, anything else? I don't know. It's just, uh, if your friend's in a coma, try hitting him with a baseball bat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cedric Arbrau was pretty Oh, how annoying. about
1: when they, uh, they revealed that his girlfriend was paying his bills and called every Monday? And, uh, and then I, was like, uh, Sucker, why didn't you tell me that? And he's like, I don't know, the nurse never said it. And <laughs> she, she thinks she's speaking Spanish the whole time. Yeah, she's just speaking <laughs> English. Right? I th- I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just it's a goofy movie and uh they they really push the limits of of uh dirty jokes and mm-hmm. sight gigs and all that
0: stuff and I I enjoy it. All right, we will check you later. Guess
1: we'll see you around. All right, check you later. Bye. Later. Wait, man, why are you always such a dork, man? What are you talking check about? Check you later. Check you later. <laughs> hey man, you off my case. Oh.